Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise. Well, last Wednesday night, there was no power on the inside. We set church chairs on the outside, and we had the power on the outside. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, they, didn't get, they didn't get the power back on in this area about 2 o'clock that morning. And, uh, but uh, we had a good little praise time. The Holy Ghost hit Brother Wayne, and you talk about preaching a sermon. He preached a sermon last Wednesday night outside in the parking lot. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Continue to um, pray for the, uh, the camp that's in process down in Hot Springs, um, that uh, God will bless them, <clears throat> our youth that are there, and uh, hallelujah, and give them a safe trip home when they begin to head back on Saturday morning, hallelujah, uh, praise the Lord. We're going to... Um, when we first got here in the new uh, building, uh, I spent first few weeks on Wednesday night uh, doing something that I called Spotlight on Scripture. And we, I had people, if you're, you'll recall, I told folks if there was a Scripture uh, in the Bible that you was wondering about or was... Uh, had a problem with, write that down, and uh, uh, we would uh, we would go over that, and we um, we did that for quite a while, and since we finished up our last study, uh, I'm going to uh, do a scripture on that this evening, uh, and what I have printed out to you is a uh, kind of review that if you will follow along as, as we do our teaching tonight, you should be able to f answer those questions and hopefully uh, give you, uh, uh, kind of help you to retain what we covered tonight. And um, so we're going to get started um, uh, in, in our lesson. We're going to be talking about Luke, the 12th chapter, and we're going to, uh, the verses 49 through 53, and uh, that's what we're going to be going at uh, uh, this evening, and uh, if um, uh, maybe if Chris can help me bring up those scriptures uh, there, uh, I've got it already downloaded up there, um, and uh, uh, let's, just, let's just see what it, what it says. Jesus says, I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I if it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to baptize with, and how am I straightened till it be accomplished? Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth? It's a question he asked. I tell you nay, and that word nay means no, but rather the vision. Now think about that. Judas says, I didn't come to bring peace on the earth. Now, this is coming from the Prince of Peace here. Hallelujah. He said, I didn't come to bring peace, but I come to bring division. Verse 52, for from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, 
and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father. The mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother. The mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Now, we're going we're going we're going to dive down into the depth of the Word of God. I'm thankful, even though I believe Acts two thirty eight. I'm thankful that there's a whole lot more in the Word than Acts two thirty eight. Amen. And we need uh, Sister Patrick uh, mentioned about Paul a while ago. Amen. Uh, and, and Apostle Paul said, you know, there comes a time that we need to take away the bottle and quit taking milk, and we need to get down into the meat of the Word. Amen. And uh, I believe we're going to do that tonight by uh, trying to rightly divide these scriptures, put a spotlight on them. This text is listed as one of the hard sayings of Jesus. Now, the, uh, and the reason why that it's listed as one of the hard... There's several scriptures in, in, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that Jesus made that uh, it kind of uh, floored people back then, and it floors them today. Uh, it, uh, it kind of goes against the grain of what they would normally think. And the reason why this script, these scriptures here is, is considered one of the hard sayings of the Lord is that it shocked some of those listeners back then when they first heard that word long ago. He said, I didn't come to bring peace, uh, uh, but division. And that shocked people. That shocked people. Hallelujah. Amen. And it still today shocks people, many people, when they look at it and they discover these scriptures, uh, uh, verses in the scripture. But listen, folks, these verses of scriptures is in the Bible and we have to deal with it. Amen. We have to deal with all of God's Word. We can't just pick and choose. That's where a lot of people fall short is they like to pick and choose. Hallelujah. But we can't pick and choose when it comes to God's Word. we got to take all of the Word of God. Amen. So we got to deal with it. Indeed, uh, I think that these Scriptures states a profound and necessary truth. Now, Jesus never sought to be politically correct. I hear so much politically correctness today that makes me want to puke. Hallelujah. We got preachers behind. One of the most popular preachers today in one of the most biggest churches is in America today, down around Texas Way. Amen. All, all, it's got so many people following this stuff that, well, you, you can live your best life. Now, let me tell you something. My best life is going to be when I get to glory. Hallelujah. Uh, well, I, I don't want to get off into something else. I, I don't want to. But, but anyway, Jesus was never politically correct. Uh, there's a, a, a pastor right now uh, in one state that they're putting a lot of pressure on because all the Muslims are, uh, are, are, are demanding that he take something down off the sign that they got on, on the sign out front. 
and it's causing a big ruckus and store and, and storm, amen, and it's going 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 everywhere. And this guy who's got it up is, is not even not even a Pentecostal preacher. He's a nominal preacher, but on the sign he says, Jesus is the Lord God, not Muhammad. And they said they 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 put it, uh, headlines out. They demand, they said, that that bigoted church take off that sign. But he says, it's going to stay up. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something. Muhammad never saved nobody from nothing. And I'm so sick of government officials and preachers and everybody else Amen. Stepping so lightly when these people are running, are running around chopping Christians' head off, killing little kids. And Somebody needs to get a voice out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus was never politically correct. He never adapted to people, but he expected people to adapt to him. I want to let you know something. If you, want to, if you want to go to heaven, you want to serve God, Jesus is not going to bend to suit you. You're going to have to bend to suit him. Hallelujah. He never adapted to people. He always expected people to adapt to him. And God's truth, as he spoke it, and the words he spoke never came from him. What he spoke and what he taught never come from him. Now, I'm talking, when I say it didn't come from him, it didn't come from the human side. It didn't come from the human side, the fleshly side, but from the Father or the deity within him. Hallelujah. John chapter 12, verse 49. Amen. Let's just know that. Hallelujah. He said, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Hallelujah. Now, I don't have no problem with that scripture right there because I understand that, that he was God and he was man. I know that there was a dual nature in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He was deity and he was humanity. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And he said, so what, I, what I'm speaking, it didn't come from the flesh but it comes from the Spirit. Hallelujah. And let me say this. It's also noteworthy that it's going to be His words that He spoke, which we all going to be judged by when the time comes. We better take His words. We better follow His words because it's His words that we're going to be judged by. Uh, John chapter 12, verse 48 tells us this. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words, hath one that judges him. Who's going to be the one that's going to judge him? The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Hallelujah. So we got to give uh, credence to the words Jesus spoke. They're important, important indeed. So with that understanding in mind of the significance of the words he spoke, I want to approach this text and also some others apart from any preconceived notions and biased attitudes based on tradition of man. How many knows that we're not concerned with man's tradition? And let me, let me interject this here. 
when I, when, I, when I left the denominal world many years ago and I came, in, came into Pentecost, the apostolic faith, all time heard the Pentecostals talking about this denomination and that denomination all eat up with tradition and fallen tradition. And since I have been now in this faith, amen, for many, many years, one thing I have found out and learned, there's just as many traditions in Pentecost as it is a Baptist or Nazarene church. Hallelujah. So we don't, we don't, we don't want to approach any of God's Word with some kind of preconceived notion in our mind that we've been taught by tradition. We want to let the Holy Ghost move us and direct us. All right, now let's, let's go in the first part of this, and I might not get it all done tonight, but I want to first talk about a sword of division. A sword of division. Uh, Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace. Now, I want to look at the same words uh, that Jesus said in, uh, and Matthew recorded these same words that we read in Luke, but he, he recorded them in a little different manner. Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 and 37. Jesus says, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. My. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Wow. Uh. Now, that's how, that's how Matthew in his gospel penned those same words. And, but he didn't use the word division, but he used the word sword. Now, normally, sword is associated with bloodshed. When you think about sword, normally, normally you think it's bloodshed. But it's not, it's, not, it's not referring to bloodshed here. When Jesus said, I come to bring a sword, he was not referring to bloodshed. But the text implies when he said, I come to bring a sword, he meant to cut to separate and divide. Remember what the, what the Bible says about the word? Sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and dividing. Remember that? Hallelujah. This is going to get good now. Hallelujah. I promise you. Amen. So when Jesus said, I come to bring a sword, I mean to cut, to separate, divide. You see, the words of Christ... For us today is God's Word. It's a sword which divides truth from falsity. It divides right from wrong. Come on, somebody. It divides good from evil and light from darkness. Oh, glory. When we read or hear God's Word, it confronts us right where we are living, and it requires us to make a decision. When you hear the Word of God or you read the Word of God, it's going to confront you. It's going to, it's going to get right in your face. 
and you're going to be forced to make a decision. Come on now. Hallelujah. The way we make those decisions, now, now we're going to begin to answer this hard saying of Jesus about all this division and why family members are, are going to be divided against one another and all that. The way we make those decisions will many times cause a rift between old friends and even family members. Sometimes it will split you away from a particular religion or denomination which you have been associated with for years. Hallelujah. When I'm talking about when once you really genuinely get confronted by what Jesus spoke. Once the Lord opened my understanding, amen, to who he really was, and baptism in Jesus' name, the infilling of the Holy Ghost, I did not immediately have a desire to leave where I was at. I, I, I was born and raised where I was in, in the in the denomination I was in. My father uh, had ministered and pastored and, and, and started churches and uh, for 40-something years, and his dad before him, and uh, a, a long line. But as I began to make a decision, and I began to preach the Word as God had revealed the Word to me, it wasn't that I left them, they, they left me. <laughs> It was a rift. There was a cut there. Hallelujah. You see, when you face the Word of God and you make a decision, sometimes it will divide. It will separate. Hallelujah. When Jesus ministered on earth, He had some who followed Him and some who sought to kill Him and eventually had Him crucified. Church, Today also he has some who follow him and some who seek to destroy his influence. John chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power or authority, my God, to become the sons of God. And that word sons right there in the Greek is in what is called the neuter tense. And, it, uh, and so really actually you can, you, can, you can put in there to become the children of God. So, I mean, it's, it's not just male here. Amen. But it's daughters also. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Children of God, even to them that believe on His name. You see, by coming to this earth, Jesus confronted us in a new way with God's eternal truth. Men had to react to this confrontation. Their reaction divided them into two groups. Those who accepted Jesus and those who rejected Him. It was not unusual then and not unusual today to have different members of a same family to be in a different group. Amen. That's, you see where we're getting to here when Jesus says uh, he come to set at variance 
one family member to, to the other because when you've got a big family, it's not unusual. You're going to have some people that's accepting the words of the Lord and some in the same family that's not. And that puts us, even though they're your family members, if you've got people in your family who don't, who don't follow the word of God and, and don't believe the word, you might not like to think of this this way, but I'm sorry, but you're on different sides. You're on different sides. You see now why this is considered a hard saying of Jesus? Because Jesus says, I come not to bring peace, but division. You see, the second thing, and let me get this real quick, there are two opposing kingdoms. There are two opposing kingdoms. Hallelujah. Scriptures speak to us of two kingdoms, and these kingdoms are in opposition of one another. They are not compatible. They are like oil and water. They cannot mix. All of us were once associated with the kingdom of darkness, but the mercy and power of God brought us out from darkness and placed us into his marvelous light. Woo, hallelujah. And that placed us at odds with all those we left behind. I had a brother. He came here before he passed away. But for 40 years, I had no relationship with him. And it wasn't because I didn't want it, but he did not want to be around me. He never, he, he, he wanted no part of me for over 40 years. Why is that? Because there was a division between us. I was living in the kingdom of light, and he was living in the kingdom of darkness. And even though we were blood brothers, we were far apart. We were on opposing sides. <laughs> but when he yielded to the word of the Lord and he set that gallon jug of vodka down to where he hadn't been sober one day in 40 years and he poured it down the sink and says, Devil, you ain't going to trick me with this stuff no more. <laughs> he immediately came into my life. The separation was over. And the last few years of his life, we had a great relationship. He constantly called me to talk to me to see how I was doing and how the church was doing. Something that I didn't have for 40 years. But even though, listen, even though I loved him, I could not walk away from what God had brought me to. That's why Jesus says you can't love me more than, uh, you, you can't love your father or your mother or your brother or your sister more than you love me. You've got to stand on God's word. You're going you're gonna to pray for your family members. But like that old song they used to sing years ago in the old camp meeting times, I'm on my way to Canaan's land. If my mother don't go, I'm going to journey on. 
Hallelujah. I love my wife, amen, and would do anything for her, except for one thing I won't go to hell for. And she'll say the same thing about me. Hallelujah. We got to make up our mind. We got to make up our mind. Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Glory. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Aren't you glad you're in that kingdom? Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Since the nature of a Christian, now I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to wind down and bring us to a close. I want you, I'm going to end with these words. Since the nature of a Christian is to love and demonstrate compassion, it becomes difficult to think a friend or a family member as a foe, foe or an enemy. But the words of Christ have divided us into two kingdoms. And, and the further into his words you go, the wider the gap will become. Remember, when you are confronted with the truth of the word and make the decision to follow Christ, the sword has fallen and you were severed from all who don't know Christ. My, my. What are you saying? This is what I'm saying in a nutshell. There is no middle ground. You either stand for the Lord or you stand against him. No matter who it divides you from, there's no middle ground. Matthew 12 and 30, He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. My Lord, this is, man, I wish I had more time to get into some of this stuff. A split loyalty will not do. You can't, you can't be straddle the fence. You can't have a split loyalty, part for God and part from your family or friends. Hallelujah. Anybody in the world, a split loyalty won't do. That's why Jesus said, I'm come to sit a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother. That's why he said that. That's, that's what that... That's what Jesus meant when he said, I didn't come to bring peace, but division. And we've seen that, and we know what that's all about. Anybody got any comments or questions about what we've covered uh, this evening?